Hello, this is the May 4th, 2019 episode of Mindful Bipolar. My name is Damien. Thank you for joining me. In this episode, I am joined by my friend Becky. She has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, and generalized anxiety disorder. And Becky and I talk about stress, the stress of relationships, and the stability that comes from good relationships. We talk about intrusive thoughts and autopilot thinking, the causes and helps for those, and the benefits of both meds and therapy. And a little bit, we talk about the bipolar spectrum. Well, hello, Becky. Nice to, Hi, nice to have you on the podcast. Uh, do you want to tell us all, I know, I know a little bit about you. Uh, do you want to tell everyone else a little bit about yourself? Um, sure. This is always the hardest part, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I... Well, I am Becky. I have my own podcast, that V Word podcast. A very good and, one. And um, thank you. And I have bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, and generalized anxiety disorder. At least that's what they tell me. Right. Uh, <laughs> so um, that's just a little bit about me. So um, go ahead, please continue. Oh, no, go ahead. I just, uh, how long ago, Becky, were you diagnosed with your illnesses? I was about 20, I was 24, so a long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to tell me how old you are. A long time ago sounds good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was um, maybe almost 15 years ago. Okay. So, yep. And so, Becky, what happened, like, what was going on in your life at the time when you were diagnosed, or what had been going on in your life that led you to see a professional? Well, I, I was diagnosed when I was hospitalized, um, after having a manic episode. Okay. And, uh... It was so often precipitated by the stress of a, a relationship ending. Mm. Okay. It was a particularly um, stressful way to end a relationship, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, so the person I had been seeing was seeing somebody else and that kind of threw me into an episode where I physically assaulted this other person and they put me into the hospital. Mm. Okay. Did you have any episodes prior to that happening? Anything that you would say was uh, precipitated? Or similar to 
Well, thinking back on it, I mean, there's always, like, things that I can think of now, you yeah. know? Right, right. Um, just the episodes of, like, hypersexuality and things like that, 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 uh, happened but nothing nothing as as bad as what happened when you were hospitalized for the mania then nothing uh well nothing as that had as many repercussions (laughs) i got you i got you yeah um i did try to uh commit suicide when I was 19. Oh, okay. Um, Glad you're still with us. Thank you. But uh, that didn't didn't work, obviously. Yeah. Here I still am. Yeah, if you don't mind me asking, Becky, so you tried to commit suicide five years prior to the, uh, the mania. What what happened, like, what was done after the suicide attempt? That, yeah. Um, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go anywhere, do anything. It was, um, a, it was also related to, uh, a relationship that was not going how I wanted to have it go Mm, and um basically i just took a bottle of uh, ibuprofen and washed it down with uh some alcohol yeah probably so okay okay yeah but uh there were people there who got me to throw it up so i did not i got very sick yeah but I didn't actually end up going to the hospital, although I, I should have. Um, so nothing actually came with that. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I'll definitely say that, I mean, I definitely had, uh, I had, like, episodes uh, for a few years of mania and depression, and I was diagnosed, uh, I guess, when I was 20 one years old with bipolar initially diagnosed with depression but Mm -hmm. uh when my marriage went south and i separated from my ex-wife and uh moved 100 plus miles away from her and away from my children that made all of my moods and all my episodes more pronounced and much Mm -hmm. much worse and you know my uh my two suicide attempts came after my divorce i just i didn't like myself i didn't like where i was going i didn't believe in myself anymore i had no confidence i had nothing really that made me happy uh relationships are a definite strain absolutely on our on our moods right and our episodes Oh yeah, definitely. And then you know, and um, oh, go ahead, please, please. 
Oh, no, I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> I was just saying, and then, and then being in a stable relationship, in a loving relationship with a partner that you trust and, you know, you love how much that helps our moods and uh, keep keeps us out of, you know, bad episodes. Would you not agree? Definitely. I've been a lot more stable since I've met my husband. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I hear, I hear that. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about stress today. Uh, Becky, when you are, when you are feeling stressed, like how would you, how would you describe it? And also like what you think causes the stress that you feel? Well, it can be caused from any number of things. Um, I have a full-time job, which is actually pretty stressful. Right. And um, it's uh, when... I get stressed out. I, for me, it takes the form of um, intrusive thoughts, mm-hmm. which I get quite a bit. Um, especially intrusive thoughts about um, hurting myself or, or something like that. Um, mm. And that—that's when I can tell I'm really, really stressed out. Yeah. So the the intrusive thoughts, I know we've talked about that a little bit. So those are because of the the borderline personality disorder. Um, it's hard to say. Yeah. Honestly, um, it's tempting to try and 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 assign different. Uh, you know, personality traits or, or things that I go through to to either bipolar or borderline or anxiety, but um, it's really it's really difficult to do. So yeah. So I've I've met other people with with bipolar disorder that also have intrusive thoughts. So okay. Okay. I think it could be either. Yeah. Or maybe both. Do you think, Becky, I mean, are, are you familiar with autopilot thinking patterns that uh, bipolar disorder mm-hmm. people have? I don't think I've ever heard that term before. Uh, well, it's, you're, it's when your mind's wandering and you're in like, autopilot mode. You can carry on tasks you know, and do things pretty quickly, but you're not really accurate or with like conscious thought about it okay yeah that rings true because i would you know i would so i i definitely would say then that i i do have that autopilot thinking and i guess also that i i have intrusive thoughts you know when i'm not feeling stable like i can't get out of a way of thinking whether it's about wanting to hurt myself or being angry about someone or just something happens. And I, even though 
I know there will be a resolution. I can't stop thinking about it, and it just it just wears on me and my and my moods. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I will say, you know, medicine has definitely helped, you know, calm that type of thinking for me. Would you say that the meds you take help you with the intrusive thoughts? Does the medicine help with the intrusive thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that it has, um, especially, um, well, the anti-anxiety medicine helps quite a bit, Mm -hmm. and... Hydroxazine, is that the medicine? Yeah, 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 that, that one. Yeah. So I think that's what helps the most with it. Um, so it's probably also related to anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I did tell you, I, I've been taking the hydroxyzine. I talked about it a couple episodes yeah. now. It's uh, it's definitely helping me uh, with the, the anxiety I've been feeling and the stress. Like it, you know, alleviates it. Yeah. A little bit. Good. Yeah. Thank you for the, you know, that we talked about that. Because I really, I don't think I had ever heard about that. I had taken Clonopin before and Ativan and Xanax and was addicted to all of them, you know. Right. Yeah, that's one good thing about the hydroxyzine is that it's not addictive like that other, like the other things. Right. So. Right. It definitely does make me sleepy, though. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I yeah. was, yeah, I mean, I was asleep. I fell asleep on the couch just a couple of days ago after taking one of them, like, for an hour. I wasn't, I'm, like, just laying there, like, reading a book. Like, next thing I know, I wake up, it's an hour later. I'm like, what the heck happened? <laughs> oh, man. But I was definitely calmer. Yeah. Well, that's what they're supposed to do, right? So. Right, right. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. I said it just must be working. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, I felt like I was coming out of this uh, irritable depression, and I'm like, I'm not going to take the hydroxyzine anymore, and I didn't for like three, four days, but then the irritability and the feelings of stress came back, and I started taking the pill again, and, you know, I just, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I think for most people, like, we don't want to take, I'm, I'm guessing also for you, like, we don't want to take medicine to begin with, but any, especially any more medicine than we need to take, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd really prefer not to have to take any medicine at all. Right. But, yeah. But uh, that's not in the cards for the time being anyway. So. Yeah. I mean, jeez, uh, I think it was, 12, maybe 15 years ago, I was seeing a psychiatrist. He said, well, maybe I'll just, I'm going to take you off all your meds. I'm not even sure if you're bipolar. I've been taking so many of them. I was complaining to him about taking them. He's like, we'll see if you still get your mood episodes. And, 
you know, maybe a couple of weeks after I'd gone off all the meds, I was hospitalized like three or four times. Like, yeah, yeah. I definitely need the freaking meds. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Yeah, and he just took it all, took them all off of you just all at once, just cold turkey. Yeah, because I've been, Ugh. I hadn't had any mood, any episodes for a couple of years. That's. Dangerous. Yeah, he was he was definitely a, a different kind of doctor too. Like uh, I can go on about him, but he ended up retiring and moved to Florida, and now he runs a commune down there. And oh, okay. But uh, he he also convinced me to get uh, one of those lights that they recommend for. Uh... Oh, yeah. Do you ever use uh, one of those? I I haven't. Okay. I've heard about them, though, and I've heard good things about them. Yeah, so did I. So I ended up buying one of those lights, but, like, it threw me into manias a couple times. Like, I'm <laughs> oh, kidding. No. Yeah. So I think he was more, I don't know, he was, he is no longer my doctor, so that is that. So, yeah. yeah. So, Becky, uh... Tell me, when you are feeling stressed or anxious or when you are getting those uh, intrusive thoughts, what are the things, some of the things that you you do to help you with those, those feelings? Well, I try to... Uh, my therapist taught me this uh, thought-stopping technique, which okay. sometimes will work. Um, doesn't always work. Um, where you basically just picture a stop sign in your head to try to stop the thoughts. And like I said, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> um, and then I'll try to do the the grounding technique. Are you familiar with that? Where you... Mm, go ahead. Nope. You, um, you look for... Uh, five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can touch, two mm. things you can... Yes, you, I have yeah. heard of that, yeah, yeah. And you, you <laughs> find that helpful? I might be getting the, the numbers wrong, yeah. but... And you do find that helpful? I do, yeah. yeah. It, um, got a meditative quality to it, I think, mm. that that helps. Okay, okay. Um, and a lot of times, you know, sometimes I just have to say, you know, it's temporary and just kind of work through it. Right. Um, right. Sometimes it doesn't, it just doesn't go away. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. (laughs) Do you, do you, do you, do you think the exercise helps you? Have you? notice that when you do exercise it helps with the the stress and the the thoughts definitely yeah. yeah exercise definitely helps um i i do uh a, a uh indoor bicycling thing okay okay um which uh, which really helps me and it, it's also got sort of a meditative technical uh quality to it mm. i think um all, all uh, exercise does, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, just you and your thoughts and, and what you're doing. And, yeah. And breathe yeah. and breathing too. I mean, you're obviously you're you're breathing a little differently when you're exercising, and the same with meditation. And it sounds like the same with the grounding. Mhm. Yeah. What about Becky? What about like eating for you? How does that affect uh, your moods and your feelings? Like, you know what I mean? Like what you eat, what you eat or don't eat, or what you've learned. Well, eating for me has been kind of a source of of uh, tension for me mm. lately. Anyway, okay. um, because I was just diagnosed with diabetes, so right, right. Um, I have to, you know, eat certain things and not eat certain other things. So I've. Generally, though, I find that when I don't eat, like, sugary, snacky foods, things mm. like that, I feel better. Um, Me too. Mentally, Me too. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And the more, like, whole foods I eat, I feel better. Yeah. Um, so, I think that's in general, good advice, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, sugar foods. I mean, with my addictive personality, I just want more and more and more sugar. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then there's the crash that comes, and that's never pleasant. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, definitely, I've definitely become more mindful of my eating and my portions and, and the sugar and, and the processed foods. I try to eat more fruits and vegetables. Yeah, definitely. I try to have like a salad every day for lunch, and uh, it gets a little bit old, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I understand that. What about uh, sleep for you, Becky? What would you say about sleep as far as how that helps you and? I'm pretty good with my sleep. Yeah. I generally. Um, I'm in bed at the same time every day, and okay. and I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, obviously, when you don't get any sleep, that's a huge red flag. Absolutely. For, for mania. So, yes. um, and obviously, some of the medicine I'm taking helps with that as well. Okay. They, they are somewhat sedating. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I take the medicine at the same time every night and go to sleep at the same time every night, and I think that helps a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I've been taking the hydroxyzine like an hour or two before I want to go to sleep, and I think it has been helping me sleep better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and also to stay asleep. Because my problem, Becky, is with sleep, when I, when I wake up, whether it's use the the bathroom or, or my cat is jumping on my bed or something, I have a hard time most times falling back asleep. So I try to sleep for the seven, eight hours without having to wake up. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the hydroxyzine has, has definitely helped. Good, yeah. You know, because you know, when, when I don't sleep enough, you know, even if it's an hour or two less, I, it definitely affects my day and 
you know, my ability to, to do positive things and to have a good day. I I never used to I never used to think that. I mean, when I was uh prescribed Adderall for years and was addicted to that. I mean, I would take Adderall all day and then all night and stay up for days and didn't think that was a problem until, you know, I got manic and was hospitalized and so, yeah, I'm definitely uh more mindful of my sleep now. Do you Becky, do you have like like a nighttime routine prior to trying to fall asleep that has helped you? You know what? I don't. I, well, my nighttime routine really just consists of, um, like brushing my teeth and then taking my medicine, going to bed. Um, and I do one of the things that I do. That's probably not as recommended. (laughs) Uh, is I fall asleep with the TV on. So. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, my husband and I are just used to it. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, I know it's hard when you're you know used to doing something consistently that to to stop doing it. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, my my problem for a while was my iPad. I would be playing games or even just like reading books on my iPad and the, the blue light mm-hmm. was definitely affecting me, uh, getting a good night's sleep. The other thing that I, I still have a problem with, although I'm, I think it's, I've curtailed it a little bit is the vaping that I do. I have my vape cigarette with me in bed until I fall asleep. So I would vape all day and then laying in bed, reading or whatever, playing a game, vaping, vaping, vaping. With nicotine, which is a stimulant. Right, and then, yeah. Why can't I why can't I fall asleep? What's going on? <laughs> so then I yeah, you know, Right? So then I get out of bed because I can't sleep and I turn the T V on and the T V also for the T V for me, I, I it definitely I think it affects me from being able to fall asleep. I'm stimulated by the the show and the yeah. the noise. I mean I you, I mean, you talked about falling asleep with the TV on. I, I have to fall. The only way I think I could fall asleep is if it's got to be freaking totally quiet. Even my cat coming over and like purring at me—that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my cat loves to like get on top of me when I sleep, and he'll she'll, she'll just get right on top of me and just sleep on top of me, and that that is a little bit. <laughs> irritating <laughs> yeah my girlfriend she has like three or four cats that sleep on top of her each night i'm like okay oh, really? yeah <laughs> and then i'll call her in the morning she's like she's like jack get off me princess get off me i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> i don't know i mean i i also i purchased a uh a white noise machine uh several months ago which i think has definitely helped me with the uh, you know, being able to fall asleep. It's noisy where I live, the cars driving by, and some of my neighbors. And, like, the one neighbor in particular, like, having parties until 2 in the morning, so. Oh. Yeah. So, Jeez. Yeah, it takes me back. I mean, I can't complain. It takes me back <laughs> years. I used to do that. But, uh, the you know, the white noise definitely helps. And also, like, when I'm trying to write or sometimes recording a podcast, the, the white noise drowns out, you know, some of the other stuff, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've never used, well, I can't say I've never used a noise machine. I have used some, like, apps with, like, uh, you know, rain sounds and things like that. But um, I don't, I don't know if they really help me or not. Yeah. It's hard for me to fall asleep with just complete silence, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that. And like I said earlier, like, you know, we were all so different and do different things that help us. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Although, I feel like you and I are, like, very similar, though. Yeah. Because I know I have other friends who are... um, who have bipolar disorder that are either way more on the manic side than me or um, their experiences are really very different. And it's amazing, like, just how... Like, bipolar really is a, a spectrum, you know what yes, I mean? It's yes. it's uh, It's not just A, B, or C. Right. I agree. Yeah. And I, I think that what you just said, I can, I feel the same way about our friend Jess. She and I have a lot of things in common. And, and then also some things not in common at all. But, you know, we we can talk about things where we're both, we have both been there and have experienced that. And I, I think that's very helpful uh, to have someone, to have people in your lives like that, because I would say the same about you. And I really, I don't really have any, <laughs> I don't really have any other friends. I tell my girlfriend that all the time. I don't have any friends. She has like dozens of them. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm glad I get to, you know, chat with you at times and with Jess at times too. And the rest of the time, it's it's me and my cat Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good name for a cat. <laughs> yeah, she is my BFF. Oh, what kind of cat is she? Uh, she was a. I got her at a. What you call it? I I don't know. I, I'm not sure what, what what cat she is. Not a stray, Quite but what do you what do you say when you get them from? From the shelter. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a shelter, but it was a shelter. It was a a woman that had like twenty some cats at her house in cages, and she put out ads. Oh my gosh! I think on Facebook uh, years ago, and yeah, I got her. She was she was little. I think she was like six months old, and but she's my buddy. Yeah, I have two cats. They're both black. Yeah. I love black cats. Yeah. Yeah, my my girlfriend has a black cat who's uh I don't know what you want to say about her. She's like <laughs> evil. Oh no. She she had to rename her cuz she wouldn't she wouldn't listen to her and she was not using the litter box, so she renamed her. She's like that's going to work, but it hasn't cuz she still doesn't use the litter box and Oh no. You know, still it's, all kinds of stuff. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, Becky, thank you so much. I just please tell us all a little bit about about your podcast and and the other things that you are doing in the uh, mental health community. 
Okay, sure. I have a podcast, like I said, it's called That B Word, and I try to have a, a different guest on each week mm-hmm. regarding some sort of mental health topic. Um, it's ju- it's usually about either borderline or bipolar, but not always. I we, I do other things too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I. I do blog sometimes, not as not as much as you do, Damien. Mm. <laughs> but I do have a couple of blogs up on on my on my um, site as well. It's yes. thatbword.com. You can find all that all of that stuff there. Yes, yes, I've read them. It's good stuff. It's a very very uh, good podcast. To listen to. Uh, I think everyone out there will enjoy it. That B word. Thank you. Becky, Appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me and to be on my podcast. I appreciate it very much. Oh, no problem. It was fun. <laughs> we'll have to do it again. I wish you the best. Have a have a good rest of your day and, and good weekend. Thanks, you too. Okay. Talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening. As always, you can reach out to me at any time at 6.steelstrings at gmail.com. I hope you all have a wonderful day and a wonderful week ahead. Thank you again for listening. I will be back soon. Thank you.